Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Uh, Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Our current electric superhero of the week, and, and I say it each week, but it's really becoming my favorite segment. It just is. And the reason we started this is, you know, you turn on the news and, and you look online or if you still read the paper, you know, everything you hear is bad news. And, and my friends over at Current Electric, their slogan is home of the superhero. And I sat with Ray Hoffman and Chuck Smith and said, hey, I have this idea. I want to highlight, promote and celebrate kids at the high school level. And it doesn't matter if they're involved in sports. Kids with really strong servant leadership hearts. And that's how this segment started. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current electric superhero of the week. Our superhero of the week from Brookfield Academy. And this is the first time this has ever happened, by the way. I sent everything over to Kern Electric and Shelly, who I work with there, said, um, there's too much here. I can't get this all on our Facebook page. And I said, fine, we will take some of this out. Our superhero of the week is Ashley Zub from Brookfield Academy. Ashley, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for the work that you did on putting the bio together, and it's really, really <laughs> impressive. Ashley, I want to start with the uh, 36 on your ACT. Were you at all surprised by That's a perfect score, and you don't get many of those throughout the state of Wisconsin. Uh, were you at all surprised at a 36 on your ACT? 
Yeah, I really was. You know, I've been studying for this for a few years now, and I decided to take it one more time in the fall because my school was offering it. And, you know, I got the score back, and I I just sat there for a few minutes, kind of just like in awe. What, <laughs> it was really what, surprising did, what did you get the last time you took it? I got a 35, and, you know, I was thinking about <laughs> just settling there. and It's such a great score, and but my parents inspired me to, you know, take it one more time just to see what might happen. I had signed up last year, and so. Do you know, yeah. um, if had I gotten a 35, I'd still be celebrating like 40 years later, <laughs> just, just so you know. Um, looking at your bio, and, and there's a lot of things that are really impressive, and I, and I totally recommend people to go to the Kern Electric Facebook page in a few minutes because they do a great job of, of posting a picture of Ashley and putting um, the bio of all of our our um, our winners on there. They're not going to be able to put everything that she has, but she has a strong servant leadership heart. I can tell you that because she volunteers for a number of things and she's won a number of awards. Before we get into some of those, Ashley, and I ask all of our superheroes this question, um, your where do you think your servant leadership heart, where did that come from for you? For me, I think that it comes from my parents, and they've done so much to raise me and to give me so many opportunities to play sports, to play different instruments, to participate in different activities, and for that, I'm really grateful, and I know that there's this one quote where I you know, I think I found this maybe in middle school, it's, it takes a village to raise a child, and with that quote in heart, I'm really grateful for everybody in the community who's given back and sacrificed so much to you know, help people like me grow up, and I want to give back to them. And that's what inspires me to volunteer at nursing homes, to help the elderly, um, to run drives, to help other people in this community and overall. That's where it comes from. So music, is, first of all, sports is, is important as well. Um, you have been, the, the, you're the co-captain of the girls' varsity tennis team, um, played soccer. I th- did you play soccer? Uh, I played soccer a little bit when I was a child. Yeah, I thought we talked a little soccer. Tennis is important to you. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're a pretty good tennis player. Mm-hmm. I've been playing since third grade. Um, you know, along the way, I've met a lot of friends through my club at um, Elite. Yep. And it's overall been a great opportunity for me to meet these really impressive student athletes. And with my tennis team, at least, Uh, My co-captain Tess and I have been able to mainly focus on creating this sense of inclusion in the tennis team to create bonds across grades, not just within like the freshman grade and having separate um, groups of people within the tennis team. It's overall, we tried to like include a bunch of people and um, we hope that we created this little atmosphere where everybody can come in and relax and, you know, hit a couple balls and have fun and crack jokes. We are talking with Ashley Zhu. She is from Brookfield Academy, our current electric superhero of the week, president of the Spanish Club. Um, she is the vice president of Student Council, vice president of Ambassadors Club, and she's very much in service committee, head of the service committee. But music has been a really big part of your life. And you taught yourself to play guitar, taught yourself to play ukulele just for fun, self-taught. But has play, been playing the piano for 14 years, sings in her free time, 
And Austin, back in the studio, let's listen to a little piano with Ashley Zoo. we've ever played anything like that on my high school sports team but it's just beautiful and I have to tell you that I went to a guy I work with and very much a big time piano player and I said where do I where should I start this and he said well before I tell you that who is this and is she going to Juilliard what what and I said um she's not but he said she could like you have do you have any idea how great she is and I said, Thank you so much. yeah, and, and he um, he's not the kind of guy that gives a ton of compliments away. So that was big. And so he told me where to start this. And look, when it comes to music, it is just a huge part of your life. And want to thank certainly your your parents. To, I'm sure they had to push you every once in a while to, to oh, practice yeah. the piano, right? Mm-hmm. Very and true. you thank them now for that. But you probably didn't back in the day. That's also very true. Good. Hey, um, you have won a ton of competitions, um, have traveled a lot with with music, and piano certainly is is your love and what you've done the most of. But what made you think to 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 pick up the guitar and the ukulele just for fun? What what made you think to do that? Okay, so my brothers both started with piano, and they decided to explore a little bit further, and they found their love in violin. And overall, my family's been really musically talented, I'd say. Um, We love listening to music all the time. You know, if you walk around the house, at least one of us is playing some sort of music on our devices. So I decided to, you know, experiment a little bit more. And um, luckily, my brother had a guitar that I was actually able to have, you know, to learn from. And I sat down one night, it was in the summer, and I decided that, okay, you know, it'd be really fun if I could learn a new instrument, and hopefully I can use this to sing to others, to help others feel included if we decided to have a little sing-along night, and I taught myself. I taught myself the guitar. I was able to buy ukulele as well, and I was able to teach myself how to play, and I actually bring my guitar and ukulele over to a nursing home called Applewood Senior Living, and there. I have sing-alongs where I sing childhood songs with the residents, and these residents have Alzheimer's. And so um, I did a little bit of research in middle school, and I found that music therapy or singing and interacting with the residents at Applewood um, would increase their cognitive and motor functions. And so I was able to tie this love for music back to the community and back to service. She did a little research in middle school, people. <laughs> I, you know, I looked at Sports Illustrated. I, you know, I tried to hit jump shots, and she's doing a little research on this. <laughs> hey, Ashley, before we get into what the future holds for you, I can't thank the people at Brookfield Academy enough. What a, what a great school. I have some wonderful Brookfield Academy stories that I tell because there are some people that run that school that, that really do care about the kids in the school and about our community. And I want to thank 
um, them for 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 sending you to us and and recommending and and putting you up for our current electric superhero of the week. That's been a really good place for you. It really has been. I'm really grateful for all the opportunities that they've given me. I've been at Brookfield Academy since first grade, and so I think that they've been a really integral part in my growing up and discovering my different passions and interests. And I'm really thankful overall. Yeah. And Marie O'Brien, uh, who's the director of marketing there, has been just a godsend for, for me with this. And she was very, um, very good at getting back to me. And I want to thank her for that. And we're, other than her being a, a, an Iowa graduate, her and I um, have a lot of fun. And I, you know, that whole, if you're going to be in the Big Ten, oh, I better not say that. Going to be in the Big Ten, you might as well go to Wisconsin. You're going to Northwestern, but <laughs> I'm not going to rip you for that. That campus is unbelievable. <laughs> Speaking of your future, Talk a little bit about what you want to go into and, and how you selected Northwestern University. So I plan on majoring in Spanish and as well as pursuing the pre-med track. Uh, I hope to use my Spanish experience and my fluency in Spanish to, um, you know, include the Hispanic communities as I know that healthcare there is a little bit scarce. There's always this little break between access to healthcare with you know, Spanish speakers. And so I hope to use my majoring in Spanish to, you know, bridge this gap and help offer more increased health care to these communities in, let's say, Milwaukee or other big cities or even small cities as well. And this has led me to Northwestern as they have an incredibly strong um, Spanish program and department, and I really hope to study there and I'm really excited about that. <laughs> yeah, and you've been on their campus for for uh, quite a, a while now because you've you've gone there um, for a number of years when you when you were younger and loved fell in love with it. And I can't thank you enough. We could do about three more segments and maybe not get to everything. Um, <laughs> go on the Current Electric Facebook page and take a look uh, at at just this beautiful inside and out. She just is. She is Ashley Zoo from. Brookfield Academy, our current electric superhero of the week. Ashley, thank you so much for your time. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great weekend, Mike. You bet. Thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah, she's a superhero. Let's be honest. My goodness. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, another superhero. Erica Cook Malachek. Erica Malachek Cook, I'll say, from Pius. When I called her to come on the show that we're doing about you know, winning the state championship and, and, and utilizing that platform. She said, aren't you getting sick and tired of talking to me? And I said, nope, not at all. And uh, had a chance to talk to her a few times uh, last couple of weeks and, and uh, had a chance to see her family last Sunday. And it was so good to be able to at least do a Zoom with her dad, who's he's getting there. It's a long journey for him, but he's getting there. Our next guest will be Erica uh, Malachinek Cook, and she will join us. She played she played basketball at Pius for Coach Klassen. And thank you so much, Joel, for for uh, recommending Erica to me for this show. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm 1250 AM, the fan. I want to thank all my friends that were sending me text messages. You're not losers. 
You're not a loser. I know. I know. After Ashley Zoo, I'm sorry that it, Erica, I don't know if you had a chance to to listen to that, but from Brookfield Academy, she's incredible. And I keep thinking after I do that Colonel Electric Superhero of the Week that our community, when these kids go off to school and then come back, our community is going to be just fine. We're now joined uh, Erica Cook, Erin Malachna Cook. She went to Pius, and, and I want to, again, thank Joel Clausen for uh, recommending that I talk to her because I, I really, I'm a big fan of her and her family. And Erica, it's good to talk to you again. How you been? Yeah, good. good. Things are good? Well, doing well, yes. Good. It was uh, good to see your family last Sunday, and I'm glad that fundraiser went went well. And before we talk about anything else, um, your dad looked good to me. Uh, he said, look, it's going to be another 12 months before I really kind of get, get back to where I hope to be. But, you know, we're on that path. It's just going to be a slow journey. But, man, he is the miracle man in my eyes. He is 100% a miracle. And uh, he's got a extremely hard work ethic, and he's stubborn. So he's coming along slowly, but I definitely think he'll fully recover. Yeah, I can tell you that um, I made him laugh because I said in the next three weeks, I need to uh, need to play you one on one in basketball. And he said, "Look, I can't get up and down the stairs without you know you know being winded." I said, "Perfect. It's the only chance in my entire life I have to beat you one on one, and it's not two on two because you'll take one of the Milanchniks and I lose. So right. it's me and you." And he said, "Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen." But you're, you're even not. your yeah, Kathy laughed a little bit as well, and and it was good. Hey, Erica, the, the, the idea of this show is to talk to state champions when they were in high school, and that was not the pinnacle. They didn't stop at that point and, and talk about it 10 years later. When they get together, there's some great memories, but you know what? We utilize that as a stepping stone, and when I called you about it, you said, I could do an hour on that <laughs> subject because it's really important. And, you know, giving back like you guys are with basketball rap and, and Wisconsin rap basketball program, I think, you know, you're a perfect person to have on a show like this because you understand that part of it. When you were, you know, back at high school, that was really important to you back then. Yeah, it was. And I thank Coach Clausen as well because he has coached a lot of amazing people along the way. So to be recommended, I, I really appreciate that. Um, my experience playing at Pius was something that I think I took for granted until I walked away from it and played in college and now as an adult and having my own kids, I look back to my experience at Pius and appreciate it on a much deeper level. The things that uh, Coach Clausen instilled in us, like something that I remember from locker rooms, if we ever did have a loss, his, his first thing was to point the finger back at himself and the coaching staff and to say, hey, we could have done this better. And I think I took that with me through life. And as an adult, I think I always look internally first and say, well, what can we do better to make Wisconsin rap better or the New Berlin West program better rather than looking at others and saying, oh, you guys should be doing this. So so you are the director of Wisconsin rap. And if you if you want to know more about it. It's, it's rapnationmke.com. Rapnationmke.com. And they, they started this program a while back. And I remember when they, they were going to start it. And, and Scott Cook, who is your husband and the head coach over at New Berlin West, and DJ and Anthony and, and the Milanchik said, Look, I think this is really needed in this area. And the idea was for you guys to give back 
and teach kids the game of basketball the way that, and fall in love with it the way your family has fallen in love with it. And, and I love the fact that when we talked the other day, you said, look, I learned so much playing at the high school level. I've learned so much about life and, and how, you know, to work better with other people. And, and, and I, I, I love those memories. I do. But boy, it, you know, I, I get to now teach those, those, those really valuable lessons to other kids. And I think that's important for, for people to understand that that's what this is. You know, you get kids involved in this stuff so that they can be, they can grow up to be really valuable human beings. Absolutely. That is, that is why we work in education or coaching or anything. It's definitely not for the money. It's to um, give back to, to our youth, which is what we're trying to do with everything that we do in basketball. And it's not something that I would have ever thought that I would be doing when I was a 15, 16, 17, you know, um, yeah. wouldn't have thought that this is what I would be doing, but it's the only thing that makes sense because, you know, we do have a good mind for the, for the game and, um, creating a culture for these players and an experience for these players or youth is something that I'm really passionate about. You know, it's interesting because y- your husband has a very similar, um, when he talks about it, and he grew up in a different country. He grew up, I think, did he grow up in Australia? That's right. And and so when he talks about his growing up with basketball, it's different than we do it here. But the similar mission statement that you guys have about teaching the game correctly and taking what you learned at, at young ages and being able to combine them and then give back to this this basketball community. It, it just, it's impressive to me. And when you look on that website and you look at some of the people that are involved in Wisconsin rap, you kind of get the understanding on what it is and where kind of you guys came from. And I think that that is, is awesome. Do you, um, do you get a chance to talk? I know that Coach Clausen actually coaches at Wisconsin Rap, yes. so I'm sure you get a chance to to talk to him a little bit about those days. And again, mm-hmm. they're fond memories for him as well. But he's done so much more, like you guys have since those days. Yeah, um, with COVID, the last all, you know over a year, we, I, we haven't seen each other as much. It's all been virtual, but um, it was great to get him involved with Wisconsin rap. And when, when we first got him involved, he, he was actually coaching boys at that time at Pius. And I said, well, what do you want to do coach boys or girls? And he said, you decide. And I'm like, I want to see you coach girls again. So uh, we got him involved with our girls side. He's coaching our ninth grade girls team right now. And he's brought them up for the last couple of years. I think he started coaching them when they were sixth graders. So it's and you know, my, my teammates from Pius that we still, yearly pre-COVID uh, get together and reminisce and those those bonds that we created back in high school are still there. You know, it's funny is is talking to Joel um, yesterday or the day before on the phone, um, he we talked about you and then he really wanted to talk about this team and how, you know what, they're going to be good. And I said, Joel, you, you want to tell me about the, he goes, yeah, I'm excited about this team. We got yeah. a chance to be pretty good, and like he is, he is really engaged with it, and it's awesome to hear that. I don't think he wouldn't be engaged. That's he puts his heart and soul into everything that he does, whether yep. it be softball or basketball. So that doesn't shock me at all. Yeah, I, I I just really enjoyed it a lot, and and again, the idea of of you 
utilizing what you learned then and and the love of this sport and the entire family i i always get a kick when i talk to any of you guys you know what's it like at thanksgiving in the Malachi family if you guys play a football game or a or you play you know monopoly it's got to be as competitive as it gets because nobody likes to lose in that family yeah that's how it's always been growing i up. love it's that competitive it's great Hey, do you, how are the numbers for for rapid? Do you guys have trial trials coming up? I know you had some in in February, I think, or we you had some. Kick off our season uh, Monday. Yeah, so, all so of the our teams season... are selected. Now, do you guys are you guys still doing any kind of um, drill camps and anything for kids that didn't um, either try it or didn't make the team? Are there things gonna, that are coming up later in the year if kids just want to get get to be better basketball players? Yep, we have skills academies that we do in June coming up, and then we also do falls academy, fall academies. We also um, work with some of the high school programs, and we go in and uh, do some skills training with the with their youth programs. So we've got a bunch coming up summer. Go and fall. to yeah, that's you know rapnationmke.com, rapnationmke.com. Take a look at the website if. Um, if you're looking to get better, uh, they'll help you get better. And and that's what the goal of, of Rap Nation Institute of Basketball in this area. And any chance I get uh, to talk to Erica and anybody, her family, I certainly take it. How's, how's your family? The boys are good? Yeah, I'm actually out here in McGuanago at the Badgerland State Tournament for our sixth grader. So his game is about 20 minutes in. Man, well, let, I, I'm going <laughs> to kick you loose so you can go back and... and uh, and, and watch him play. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And, and again, um, say hi to your dad. And he's got two more weeks to take that challenge of that one-on-one with me. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be working out on that treadmill. Trying to get- yeah, you know what? Because four weeks from now, I think I'm done. So, Erica, <laughs> thanks a lot. And have a good day. Have a great weekend. All right. Thanks for having me, Mike. You bet. Thank you. This is the Varsity Blitz. On the other side, we're going to talk to Jose Winston, by the way. Jose Winston uh, Milwaukee Vincent uh, won a state championship. Colorado, he uh, now the head coach over at Brown Deer. Coached at Canosa St. Joe's for a long time. And one of the really good men in our community is Jose Winston. We'll talk to him next. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We are now joined by the head basketball coach at Brown Deer High School. It's much more than that, but that's what, where he's coaching, Jose Winston. Hey, Coach, how you been? I'm good, Mike. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. When I talked to you the other day, I'm I said, sorry, Jose... Mike. The... Mike, can you hear me? Yep, I got you, Jose. Can you I'm hear gonna, me? I'm... I want to apologize to you. I'm Why? good, Mr. Hall of Famer. How are you? Oh, yeah, whatever, Jose. I'm good. Thank you for that. Um, when I talked to you the other day, I said, hey, here's what I'm thinking on this show because I still see some guys I coached over the years that just the, the pinnacle of their, their, their athletic career was winning the state championship here in the state, and they didn't use it as – a stepping stone or a platform to be able to to go on to bigger and better things. 
And you said, man, count me in. Count me in because that's that's one of the reasons that I coach and I've coached for a long time. And I knew I had to have Jan if I'm talking about state champions because I don't want Coach Diener yelling at me. Because uh-huh. you know what? He thinks the world of you and thinks the world of those teams that you played on at Milwaukee Vincent back then. Jose, you remember those memories. It was very fond memories, but it wasn't the end of your of your athletic career at that point. No. Um, I remember the memories vividly, but I, it, it's less about me remembering the games and the statistics piece of the game of basketball, but it was more, I remember more, and like many of the teammates that I, I still talk to and are still friends with, we just remember the times. We remember the locker room times. We remember uh, some of the things that Coach Dina used to do uh, when he was frustrated. Uh, things that made us laugh, things that made us bond, those are the things that we, t- we took with us, and those are the things that we remember most. We don't know. We couldn't tell you how many minutes certain people played or how much someone averaged, but we can tell you all the stories that, that connected us. You know, if you look at Jose's uh, Twitter page, and I'm on, on his uh, Twitter page right now, if you go down just a little bit, it's at Jose Winston 03, and you go down just a little bit. I think it was in uh, March, early March, March 10th or 3rd, something like that. But he right away, it's March 8th. Congratulate student-athletes, Woodland East All-Conference nominations. And he talks about these student-athletes from, from Brown Deer. And that's always been extremely important to Jose. And, and when, when you get a chance to talk to him and he talks about his days, you know, playing at Vincent and being in Milwaukee and, and now coming back, he, was in, he played at Colorado, came back, played at UWM, and then coached at St. Joe's. He very, when I talk to him, he very rarely ever talks about wins and losses and, and, and stuff like that. He talks about, man, this kid has come such a long way. And this kid has really done a great job in the classroom. And those are the things that are important to him. And Jose, where does that, where do you think that came from for, for you? Was that, was that your family? Was that coaches? Where do you think that the importance of, of keeping this in perspective comes from? Well, I think it's a combination of both um, or a combination of many things. I think for myself, um, I was raised uh, by my mother, a single mother. Um, I got nine brothers and sisters, so we didn't have a lot. Um, I had some guardians that came into my life, Tim and staff, that helped me out tremendously. Um, But yet I had the Boys and Girls Club, too. Um, And the one thing um, we were taught was to always be thankful for what you have, but yet always understand and be humble um, for what you're going to get and for what you can give back. So for me, um, sports was just a stepping stone. Um, I I, I remember coaches always saying, um, you know, you won't be able to play forever. So treat people how you want to be treated. Approach the game, how the game needs to be approached, but always have respect for it. So for me, I, I knew early that um, life had to be bigger than basketball. And I tell people now, and I tell young people now, that don't allow the game to use you. Use the game. Because the one thing I was conscious of was I would always watch people that have went off to school and that would come back, but they didn't have degrees. 
And for the life of me, I, I, I couldn't believe that you went off to school for four or five years, but you didn't come back with a degree. So you allowed the game to kind of use you instead of using the game. And I just I just didn't want to be one of those people that allowed the game to use me up without getting something in return from the game. Well, and you've certainly given so much back um, now. And, and, you know, all the years that you coached down at St. Joe's and now taking over the Brown Deer program, I think, you know, I, I don't – you live in, in your world on your postage stamp, and, and, and I don't know how much you know about what people say – that are around you or know you, but man, the, the amount of respect for you as a man is incredible. It just is, you know, they immediately guys will talk about how good of a basketball player you were, but it, it goes, it transitions very quickly into what kind of man you are. And, and, and I appreciate that a lot because I'm on that, in that camp. And you know, that, that I think very highly, I never liked coaching against you because you guys always played really hard and ran great stuff. But man, after the game or before the game was always really fun for me, and and the fact that you're giving this stuff back. When when I called you about playing over at Vincent, Jose, you said something that really caught my ear, and you said, "Look, we didn't play as hard as we played. We didn't play that hard because what was on the the back of our jersey, but we played that hard for each other, and we played that hard for our community." And that, that kind of sat with me because I not many people have said that before, but, but you talked so much about it saying, look, that was the important thing to us as a, as a group of young men to play really hard for our community here in Milwaukee. Yeah, for us, for us when we were playing, Mike, um, we didn't have much. We didn't have much. Um, our foundation was our community. Our foundation was one another. Um, as I stated to you before, uh, there were times when, you know, we would have to leave practice and go over to uh, one of our teammates' house because maybe, um, you know, there was somebody trying to be physical with uh, one of my teammates' mother. And we would have to go as a group, as young boys, uh, young men, and we would have to take care of that, take care of that situation. But when we played, um, the unique thing of when we played, we never once played for accolades. We never once played for, you know, all conference things. The reason we played was we played to make our community proud. We played to make our school proud. See, we knew that we had to go back to the community. We had to go back to some communities where a lot of positive wasn't happening. And we wanted to be that light. I mean, to this day, there's barbershops that I walk into and that some of my teammates walk into. They don't call us by our name. They call us champ because all they remember is the positive things that we brought back to the community through the game of basketball. So those were the things that we played for. We did not want to lose because we felt like if we lost, our community lost. So that's why we played so hard. Man, what a, what a great uh, – just a great comment. And, and again – you know, Jose took this to a different level than the, than I thought, you know, about just not letting the basketball in high school and the sports in high school be the pinnacle of what you do. And I don't care if you go on and play in college or not. There's so many things that are going to and should be more important as you get older. You know, your career, your family, your kids, all of that. And when you listen to Jose Winston, it was even bigger than that. But yet... 
he used it as a stepping stone for the things that he does now and the, and the lessons that he's teaching um, these kids, uh, to, you know, pretty much every day when he gets them on the court at, at Brown Deer. Hey, how is that going at, at, at Brown Deer? You guys uh, struggled a little bit in the beginning, certainly played really well down the stretch. Yeah, you know, it's a it was a process. Obviously, uh, we didn't have one of our better players. I, I think one of the better players in the state in John Lovelace. Um, he didn't get cleared until 5.45 um, p.m. of the first playoff game on that Friday. Um, but um, you know what? Uh, we still had some talent. But you know what? Talent talent doesn't equal games. doesn't lead to wins. Um, sacrifice. Uh, doing the little things. Um, playing hard. Playing for one another. Playing for the right reasons. Um, those are the things that get teams victories. And I, I think early during the season, the things that we weren't doing led to us losing some close games. But um, as we started to become closer as a team and we started to go through some of those trials and tribulations, I think it made us tougher. And down the stretch, I thought we were a really good team. And we just ran into a Pewaukee team that was just outstanding. And again, we did get bumped up to Division Two this year as well. But, uh, you know, those trials and tribulations that we went through early, um, my staff and fans at Dale, Larry House, uh, Tyree Tucker, Tyrone Rowe, all we kept telling the kids is, this is life, man. This is life, right? So life is going to knock you on your backside. We lost buzzer beaters. We lost all different types of games. But that's life. Sometimes life is just going to knock you down, but you got to find a way to get back up. You can't tuck your tail. You can't, you know, drop your head. Sometimes it's going to get rough, man, but you got to find a way to get up. And um, I think those stories later in life will resonate with them that I can get through whatever. I just got to keep pushing. 100%. Jose, I talked to the coach at Pewaukee, had him on, and, and when I called it to ask him to come on the show, I said, boy, you guys uh, against Brown Deer, he said, Mike, we were out of our minds. We shot the ball, uh, you know, better than we've ever shot the ball. And I, we, we just couldn't miss. And it wasn't one kid. It was all of them. And he said, if we keep shooting like that, we're going to be hard to beat. But I don't know if we can shoot it like that um, again because it just, you know, everything we shot went in. And he said, Brown Deer's really good, but it just was difficult because we didn't miss many shots. Yeah, no, listen, Mike, they they were unbelievable. I think there's some things that we didn't do great, but sometimes you run into that bus stop, man, and, and as a coach, you're like, okay, what can I do here? What can I do there? And, um, and again, I think they maybe shot 80% from the three-point line. I don't think we uh, challenged enough shots, but that's a phenomenal team. I walked into the locker room and I told the guys, hey, man, pick your head up. That's the state championship Division Two team. And uh, they ended up winning it, man. They, the thing I, I, I admired about them um, is that you can tell that those guys have been playing together. They play so selfless. They don't waste any dribbles. They play the right way. And they play extremely hard for one another. And within the first five five to eight minutes, you realize that this is a really good good team. And not only that, it looks like they got a really good program from their feeder system on up. 
100%. Yeah, they, 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 were, they were fairly young and might be back again. He is Jose Winston. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jose Winston 3 Appreciate your Jose, thanks a lot and have a great weekend. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. You, thank you. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Matthew McGivern. My son Matthew is going to join us. He uh, played over at Calvary Baptist and won some state championships over there as a point guard. And we'll check in with him on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On 1250 AM, The Fan. It's not time to make a change. Just relax, take it easy. You're still young, that's your fault. Uh, Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented. By your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, the fan, our last guest. He's my favorite. I loved all our guests today. But when you're my son, you get to be the favorite one, I guess. Matthew McGivern from Calvary Baptist and Maranatha Baptist Bible College. Hey, um, Matthew, how you doing today? Doing good, Dad. I, I see that you're changing the, uh, the music on me, huh? You like that? Yeah. I, you know, that's what good radio people do. And then I've got a really good producer back at the studio that zipped. You know, he quickly got it going, man. Hey, Matthew, the theme between, behind today's show was guys that won state championships in basketball and girls here at the state of Wisconsin, utilizing that as a stepping stone and not as the pinnacle of your athletic career, you won four state championships over at Calvary Baptist. You never lost your last game as a high school basketball player, which not a lot of people can say that, um, say that, that that's what they went through. But I'm wondering how you look back at those days and, and some of the things that you learned from, from those times. Yeah, definitely. And it was, um, it was a great experience, right? I, I look back very fondly on those years, and at the time, I don't think I appreciated how unique that that was, right? Like, we in AU, we won a lot. We were used to winning, and uh, when I went through through high school, it all felt, you know, similar of that experience, but um, there were so many lessons learned, not just from being at that school, but uh, the the hard work that we had to put in to, to win four straight uh, was not easy. And, and, and that was a big part of what, uh, at least for me, I was able to build upon going into college and, and now, you know, beyond that as a father and, and as a, a husband and, and all of that, all of it can be traced to some of the lessons learned during during those really great four years. You know, Calvary Baptist right now, and, and, and we've had this conversation, is 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 struggling a little bit. And I'm running some commercials on, on this station asking people for a number of things. One, to pray for them. Um, two, if there's any fundraising ideas that they have. And three, if they're feeling led to donate some money, this would be the time to do that. And that school for you was the perfect fit. Yeah, it, it was. And... Um... It was, you know, it's it's a smaller school. So for for me, when I when I told you that that's where I wanted to go, I, I know uh, you were you were unsure at first, but I think we can both agree that it ended up being the perfect fit for for myself. Right, I made really good connections with uh, the individuals in my class because I was with them all day, every day in the same in the same classes, and we grew together for four years. Um, and I got really close with pretty much all the teachers, right? I had different teachers or or the same teachers for different classes, again, all four years. 
and I got to know them on just a deeper level as I grew at that school. So it was just, it was a really good experience and gave me the opportunity to focus on, at that time on kind of the three main things going on in our life, right? It was, it was my faith, it was my academics, and then got to play sports basically 24-7 with soccer and basketball. So I uh, look back with, uh, with positivity, uh, no regrets, and it was a really good four years. And, you know, I think that it's a really unique opportunity for a lot of kids who are looking for something similar. You might want to put your mom in that, that group, too, because she's listening right now. So you might want to say, you know, my faith and academics, my mom, and then athletics. Maybe put yeah. her third if you want. But that's look, that's just me as your dad giving you one more really good positive tip to get you through the day. <laughs> that's right, Dad. You always had at least uh, one one thing to help me uh, through each day of high school. Sometimes it was relevant. Sometimes you know, you and I might take different approaches with some different things, but uh, maybe not following your advice was a better approach. But uh, I think that's a good call. Uh, that, of course, my mom was uh, was at the center of my life during during all four years as well. Yeah, she uh, she didn't like your basketball coach all the time. Just so you know, she didn't think that she that maybe you that, that he played you enough in certain situations. But you know what? I handled that. I you know. Being the coach and her husband, I had to tell her knock it off. But if I can tell you this, Matthew, that those four years, and I and I was with you for three of them as a coach and a statistician for you know that freshman year one. Um, it really was a great accomplishment. And you have told me a couple of times. We only have a minute left or so, but the lessons you learned as a point guard, you know, you've carried over into the business world, which is really important. Oh, without a doubt, right? Having to, having to somewhat lead a basketball team with different personalities, different roles on the court has equated so well to even in the business life, right? When you're managing a group of people or, or even trying to figure out unique ways to get your job done, so many of those things were embedded in me just as basically being a coach on, on the court. And so uh, basketball, I always am in a big promote, uh, you know, a big, uh, a big uh, individual who believes in, in the hard work of basketball and how that impacts your future life. And I think this is a great case study of that. Yeah. Well, boy, those were, you know, we, 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 if we look back at it, we, there were some moments that we struggled a little bit when you were younger, but then I think high school wise, we, we, we really did well with that. And, and I was, uh, I was proud to be your coach and certainly even prouder to be your father. So, Matthew, thank you very much for a couple of minutes of your time. I'll see you a little bit later today. Sounds good. Thanks, Dad. You bet. And I want to thank all of our guests. It was a really good show today, and, and thank you for listening. I want to thank uh, J.R. Blount and Lance Randall, Andy Fox, Arrowhead, well done, Zach Bond, our Superhero of the Week, Ashley Zoo, really impressive, Erica Cook, Jose Winston, and my son, Matthew McGivern. Thanks, everybody, for their time. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.